Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Friday, October 16th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. At a town hall event on NBC on Thursday evening, President Trump downplayed the $421 million that he owes his creditors, calling it a, quote, very small amount of money. When asked about a recent New York Times report based on leaked tax information detailing those finances, Trump tried to make his financial situation seem completely unremarkable by saying, quote, some of it I did as favors to institutions that wanted to loan me money. What? Since the Times exposed Trump's finances, experts have raised concerns that the president's sizable debts could constitute a national security threat. The president dismissed those concerns on Thursday, saying that he does not owe money to, quote, any sinister people. He then appeared to say that he probably owes money to a foreign bank. Next, Trump threatened the Times for publishing his tax information. The FBI has reportedly seized a laptop central to a controversial story in the New York Post about Hunter Biden. According to NBC, the agency is supposedly investigating whether the emails purportedly contained in it are products of a foreign intelligence operation. The Post article implied that Hunter Biden orchestrated a meeting between his father and a firm that once had Hunter on the payroll, but no other outlets have independently confirmed the messages as authentic. Former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani reportedly gave the laptop to the Post, and Giuliani claimed to have received it from a Delaware computer repairman who changed his story multiple times when speaking with the Daily Beast. Both Hunter and Joe Biden deny the email's authenticity and say such a meeting never happened. A former Washington State police chief made a workers' compensation claim in 2012 after a 285-pound corpse fell on her as she tried to move it on assignment. But now, she's in hot water after investigators discovered that she was working as a pinup model when she was supposedly too debilitated to work. Brenda Lynn Cavaretto, who headed the Cooley City Police Force, reportedly used the stage names, quote, Tough as Nails and The Black Widow Betty while dressing up as WW2 Glamour Girls. The 47-year-old also allegedly organized and photographed pinup events and ran a nonprofit while collecting $67,000 in state benefits. Now Cavaretto is charged with making false statements when she claimed she could not leave her house because she was too traumatized from the 2012 corpse incident. After blocking the spread of a controversial New York Post story on Wednesday, Twitter appeared to walk back its handling of the matter. The story used unsubstantiated claims made by President Trump's allies to accuse former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter of corruption. Citing, quote, significant feedback following Twitter's decision to block an article 
that cited emails supposedly copied from a computer belonging to Hunter Biden. The company said in a statement, quote, we will no longer remove hacked content unless it is directly shared by hackers or those acting in concert with them. We will label tweets to provide context instead of blocking links from being shared on Twitter. The statement went on to say, quote, we want to address the concerns that there could be many unintended consequences to journalists, whistleblowers, and others in ways that are contrary to Twitter's purpose of serving the public conversation. No other outlets apart from the Post have confirmed the emails as authentic, and the origin of the emails remains unclear. Shortly after Vanity Fair published the scathing personal essay Thursday of Rudy Giuliani's daughter in which she blasted her father and urged voters to elect Joe Biden, Caroline Giuliani laid out to Rachel Maddow on MSNBC that her dad was contributing to the, quote, mob mentality around President Trump. After Maddow noted that the dirt Rudy has recently been peddling on Biden and his son is now being investigated as a foreign intelligence operation, Caroline said that while she had, quote, no inside information on any of it, she, quote, just thought maybe she could be the other October surprise with her essay. The MSNBC host also asked about Rudy's state of mind, knowing that a number of people have said they no longer recognize the former New York City mayor and are worried about his mental stability and health. His daughter seemed to agree, telling Maddow, quote, I've certainly been concerned about his public behavior, not for those reasons per se, but just because he's involved in this whole group of people doing these things. So I think it's less about him specifically and more about this mob mentality that has been created and that he's feeding, unfortunately. Chris Christie reportedly has said that he was wrong not to wear a mask at the White House during Amy Coney Barrett's nomination and during debate preparation with President Trump. The former New Jersey governor, who previously said Americans would simply have to accept more deaths, contracted the virus and spent several days in intensive care with COVID-19, not long after Trump was hospitalized at Walter Reed. Now, Christie advises for people to follow guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to wear face coverings and observe social distancing. In a statement, he said, quote, I believe when I entered the White House grounds that I had entered a safe zone due to the testing that I and many others underwent every day. I was wrong. I was wrong not to wear a mask at the Amy Coney Barrett announcement, and I was wrong not to wear a mask at my multiple debate prep sessions with the president and the rest of the team. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.